Welcome to the Association of Applied and Therapeutic Humor podcast, LaughBox. We have multiple hosts and multiple guests and multiple ways to think out of the box using humor. LaughBox is a production of the Association for Applied and Therapeutic Humor. Visit us online at www.aath.org. Follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Music by Gary Rubio. For more information, www.garyrubiomusic.com. Join us for episode 99 with Jim Bob Williams, Katie B, Mary Kay Morrison, and a flash mob discussion of why join the AATH Humor Academy. Yay! It's so great to see everybody, and I am thrilled to uh, have all of you here to share about the Humor Academy. We are so excited we're going to be meeting in Mesa. This will be the 13th year of having the Humor Academy, woohoo! And we always have amazing people coming in. We have um, this year already, I think, nine international students registered for level one. So that is exciting. I see several people here who also have come from other countries. So um, we are so excited that that broadens our horizons. Uh, and the Humor Academy, as you all know, is a three-year program, and so it's fun to see people from each level that are here uh, on the screen, uh, and it's always exciting to see the relationships that have been um, made through the Humor Academy. So several of you are in level one, which is the level that studies humor. Um, as you all know, we follow the mission of AATH to study, practice, and promote healthy humor. And the three levels reflect that. Level one is we study the research and we share with each other through cohorts. And then the second level, honestly, it's such an amazing level because people share their projects. And we have had incredible projects over the years from all of the students in the Humor Academy. And that is one of the most exciting parts of the conference when level two folks share through PowerPoint and uh, being able to share with the other participants at the conference what they've worked on that whole year and what they've researched. And then, of course, level three is leadership, where we share what we've learned in the Humor Academy with the wider world. And of course, then we become CHPs, which are certified humor professionals. And we continue to meet with that group and continue to grow. So um, the Humor Academy again, measures and reflects what we already know about AATH, the Association for Applied and Therapeutic Humor, on how to apply humor in a therapeutic way. Thank you, Katie B, for doing this. It's so much fun to see everybody. Thank you. Thank you. So what we're going to do today is we're going to play a game. The first person to raise their hand is the first person to answer the question. And these are all questions about the Humor Academy. Right. Raise your hand if you're a future Humor Academy student. Roland? Ooh. Future. You said future. Future, future. could be. Future. Yeah. Starting future. in April. Starting oh, in I April. Thought, oh, okay. I thought maybe starting now, everything before me is future. <laughs> you're, a, you're a rising level one. Yeah. Uh, yay! Everybody give a Zoom applause for rising level one. Raise your hand if you're in the Humor Academy. Oh, Donald, 
you're first. Hi, I'm in the uh, room next to Mary Kay, and uh, that's where I am, and uh, I'm in level two. Okay, great. Yay! Bea, I have you next. Please unmute yourself and tell us what level yeah. you're in. Hi, I'm in Hungary, and I'm level one. Oh. For a few more days. Yay! Mm. All right, Mary Jo. Yeah, I'm Mary Jo. I'm in near Baltimore, Maryland, and I am in level two. Yay! All right, and Joy. Hi, JJ and I were in level three. Yay! Yay! And not last, certainly, Fatima. Hello, I'm in level one and I'm from Canada. Yay! All right, Olivia. What level are you in in the Humor Academy? Level one. Woo! All right. So that's question one, and we succeeded. All right. And oh, by the way, I'm in level one, too. <laughs> I forgot to mention that. <laughs> Raise your hand if you're a CHP. Kathy Grippy has the least amount of time to think about that. Being a CHP is an ongoing process, and it's kind of like you're constantly evolving as a result of becoming a CHP because your my experience, it's a run-on sentence, my experience with um, Humor Academy opened so many doors that I didn't even know existed. And I just keep finding new doors as a result of the process. Thank you. Yay. Roberta Gold, you are next. One sentence, please. I adore the Humor Academy and being a CHP means the world. It means that I can help and nurture everybody with healthy, happy, wonderful, productive humor. Yay. Thank you very much. Next is Kyle. Um, as an artist and only a caricature artist when I joined the Humor Academy, it totally elevated my game and made it much, much deeper. Uh, ditto to what Kathy Grippy said, but it expanded my influence in my community for good and really connected my art, or what, including laughter yoga, caricatures, and dance and improv because of the humor academy and meeting all the other creatives i was able to incorporate those into my business which has just elevated it dramatically yay thank you kyle next is jim bob williams jim bob williams st albans west virginia humor academy is the alma mater of mirth the Harvard of Ha Ha, the West Point of Wellness, and the Sorbonne of Silliness. Uh, what the CHB has done, it has increased my street cred with people when I try to tell them about therapeutic humor. They always look at me and say, what's a CHP? And then I'm happy to explain what we've done. Yay, thank you very much. What do you love about the Humor Academy? Roberta Gold. 
I love being an advisor. Uh, I've had the pleasure to be an advisor for all the levels since the inception of the Humor Academy. I love everything it means, I, but I adore being level one advisor. And I see many of you on here right now and helping you to embark on your Humor Academy journey is just something that delights and nourishes me as much as I hope I give back to you. Thank you very much. And next we have Don Morrison. Uh, making new friends, getting to know people really well and enjoying uh, all of the uh, things that they bring forth to the, uh, to the group. So it's just uh, relationships. Thank you. Fatima. Hello. I love the people from the Humor Academy. That's what I love the most. And we love you too. Oh my goodness. Yes, we do. All right, enjoy. The fun, the friendship, the laughter, and the play. Yay, and you and JJ are pros at play. <laughs> yes. So completely. All right, and Kyle, Kyle, Kyle. I love the exchange of knowledge. The, the research that deepens my value as, as an artist, as a performer, and being able to share that knowledge with my community. Thank you. And and I'm I have to chime in myself as well. I have to say that what an incredible first year in the Humor Academy. Wow. How amazing is this place? I say everybody needs a little Humor Academy. Everybody needs a lot of AATH. I'm just I had to throw that in there. It's so so true. What HA Humor Academy activity has been the most meaningful for you? Okay, oh, okay Kyle, I see your hand I, first. Yes, I took my caricatures. My, my second year project was going into nursing homes and long-term care and dealing with caregivers. And that has evolved my, my business quite a bit. And I continue to grow that aspect of my business. So the second year, having to think outside the box beyond my art to uh, include that. Thank you, Kyle. Okay, Olivia. Oh my gosh, there are so many activities that stand out for me as a first year Humor Academy student. Um, one of which was my presentation to my cohort on the humor workout. So I actually like did a whole presentation breaking down um, humor workout exercises from A to Z. So that was a lot of fun. I also got to embark on my own live stream series called Get Your Happy On. So I could interview many people from Humor Academy, AATH, and my you know friends and colleagues around different topics related to happiness and humor. And then the most recent was an actual in-person live collaboration with KDV of joy first and so i really enjoyed that because that was just like the perfect ending to the year that she would come see me here in jacksonville florida and we got to play so i love joy to your point just the opportunity and exploration of play in our everyday social interactions all right thank you don morrison what humor activity has been the most humor academy activity has been the most meaningful for you and why is it mary king <laughs> Uh, well, truthfully, she talked me uh, talked me into it uh, to first go to the organization, I don't know, 18 years ago, and then uh, do the uh, level two. Um, we 
uh, I'm doing the history of AATH and uh, for my project. And the best thing about this is I've interviewed 20 people that are mostly long-term members. A couple of them are here today. Uh, and it is most of the stories I can tell, but they're all good stories. Right. Thank you. All right. Mary Jo Neal. Uh, the best part about Humor Academy has been the project is kind of combining a passion with humor. Didn't know you could do it and changing out to something totally different. Um, so created something that I like was like Kyle said was beyond my original thinking and hopefully it has some legs. So that was pretty exciting. So thank you. And Kathy Grippy. So for me, this concept of humor and using it in my everyday life and now the work that I do was rather abstract. So when I came to AATH, I wasn't quite a happy person. And through the process of Humor Academy, I started to see the funny in things and the joy in things. And I was able to rekindle that part of myself that I lost too, too long ago. And now it's empowered me to do the work that I do with gusto. I'm a laughter leader. I love working with the senior population. I love working with kids. I love working with everyone in between because I have an opportunity to help inspire uh, people in rekindling their own sense of joy. And again, I can't um, not uh, add the numbers of people that you meet that I've met who are year one, um, that I've really played a lot with Katie and Olivia and and um, Mary Jo and Jim Bob. I was in my class and and Kyle is you know you go to your first conference and you can't get to talk to everybody and that you just keep coming back to all these different events and conversations like this that we have and you get to know people more fully in ways that are kind of hard to find in the everyday life. So, what part of the Humor Academy? Gosh, I don't know what part didn't make it wonderful for me. All right, and Bea. Yeah, for me, it's the constant inspiration that I would highlight and really moving out of the comfort zone. Unlike Kyle, I never thought myself, uh, thought about myself as being very talented in drawing, but since I drew some laughing flamingos to Linda, uh, and someone asked if you can draw different animals, now we have the laughing zoo on the internet, and Olivia even created a safari with the team to visit this, and more and more people, even people I just meet, uh, start adding pictures, so it is bringing out a different kind of humor. And the other thing is that I never believed that I'm really an inter uh, that I, I can teach humor, and now I'm holding humor workshops, and my passion and my mission is to help more people, help people laugh more and complain less. And in Hungary, we need this a lot. Oh, fantastic. Thank you. And all the way from California, Joy. Well, what I love is that I've been inspired to seize opportunities for creative play. Uh, for example, like I was in Hallmark and I love Snoopy. So I saw these oven mitts. <laughs> They're for baking and I love I love baking as well. And I thought, well, I love baking and I love Snoopy and I love puppets. And so I turned the baking glove into a puppet, then invited one of my humor buddies, Nikki Lennon, for a play date, a humor play date. We went to Knott's, we went to Camp Snoopy, we started at Camp Snoopy, and we 
both had oven mitts. I bought two of them and she put, she put one on, I put one on and we went around the whole park, you know, on the rides with our uh, baking, baking mitt Snoopy puppets. <laughs> and we just had so much fun sparking laughter and smiles and people would come up to us and ask about where we got these. And then we just had a natural opportunity to talk about how we spread, we love to spread joy. And it was like a little experiment really to, just see like what would happen with these puppets. And we were just sparking smiles and it was just so much fun. So I just love the the opportunities for seizing creative play. So yeah, <laughs> Snoopy says hi. <laughs> That's fantastic. Thank you, Snoopy. Colleen Cook, you've just arrived. So I want to ask you, yay, to please uh, tell us about yourself. Are you in the Humor Academy? Are you a CHP? Are you going into the Humor Academy? Sure. I'm a CHP, um, class of 2018, actually. So I've been coming around for a while. And um, I love most that I'm going to see all of my tribe in April. I look forward to that um, every year. And um, yeah, I, I've, I have gained so much professionally from this group of people and from my involvement with humor and laughter in my work, um, in my personal life. Um, it's just, it's, it's, um, so I'm teaching a class on positive psychology next semester, and I'm so excited because I'm, I'm not in the psychology department, but I get to do this thing. Um, and I'm going to be using so much of what I've learned from you guys, but also um, things that, that folks have shared with me over the years, I'm going to be using in my class. I'm so excited about it. The thing that I like the most about um, being part of AATH now that I'm, now that I'm a CHP is just the ongoing fellowship, the love um, that, you know, I got a card from Mary Carey over the weekend. She noticed on Facebook that one of my friends is sick and uh, that I'm pretty concerned about that. And Mary Kay sent me a card. You know, I don't think that typically happens in the outside world. So I'm, I'm really grateful. Um, for that. And, you know, uh, Roberta, you know, every Friday I get your news blast. And there have been a lot of times that I respond because what Roberta sends out is meaningful, number one, but number two, really helpful in my day to day. And I've shared, I've shared that with my students as well. So yeah, I get a lot more out of it than I put into it. And I thank um, everybody that um, that's here and that isn't here. Um, you make my life happy. Colleen, you've said a very important phrase that I'd like you to repeat for me, if you don't mind. Uh, what phrase? <laughs> the one about getting more out of it than you put into it. Yeah, I do. I, I get a lot more out of it than I put into it. I get more out of it than I put into it. Um, not to say that I don't, I haven't over time put stuff into it. Um, but right now, you know, I'm, I'm going to be retired, Mary Kay, in June of 24. And, um, and, and I, you know, one of the things that I want to put into it is that I want to um, chair a conference. I want to bring a conference to Pittsburgh. If I can convince leadership that Pittsburgh is it, um, you know, I would like to do that. So who heard that? Raise your hand if you heard me say that. Okay, right. But it can't be until after June of 24. Um, but I don't think it's an uncommon experience that, that folks who are here get more out of it than what we put in. We're just blessed to have this fellowship. Okay. Yes, perfect. Thank you, Colleen. I'm going to move on to the next question. And the first one to raise their hand is the one who gets to answer first. And I'm making this question up because life 
throws us surprises all the time. And how does the Humor Academy, or did the Humor Academy, help you deal with those surprises in life in a positive way? Joy. Well, as you know, all know, we've all been going through the hardest couple of years. And I literally am walking through the hardest season of my life, like right now, currently. And if I didn't have Humor Academy or just the tools that I have like been equipped with, you know, to go get my little goofy plush, you know, like I remember Roberta, you know, encouraging me about that. And I went and got like a, a nice goofy plush. And then, you know, I adopted JJ and I just literally find that if you're just equipped with humor and things that bring you joy and you surround yourself with joy, you can get through the hard times and humor and laughter really is the best medicine to like shift whatever is going on. And so I'm just so grateful. JJ and I, we're so grateful. She's a part of my life. I don't know what I do without my little JJ who has helped bring joy to my life and not just my life, but others. So I'm just so grateful. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Roberta, would you like to say something just before you go? Um, I just want to thank Mary Kay and um, for, you know, starting of this and to carrying it through and for everything she has put her heart and soul into this. And for all of you that I'm looking at, some of you I've had as students, some of you I just know, and you are all such an asset to the Humor Academy and to AATH. And I look forward to seeing you at the conference in April and giving each and every one of you a hug. So thank you, Katie B. Thank you, Jim Bob. You have, you know, Chip has been a started laugh box and the two of you have really, I didn't think anybody could do what Chip has done because he was wonderful, but you two have really done marvel with this. So kudos to both of you and thank you to everybody who's on here. Thanks, Roberta. Uh, take care. Have a wonderful Bye. day. Bye. You too. Colleen. Hey, okay. So um, after I finished uh, the CHP process and was certified, certified, um, I got to run what we call here on campus, a faculty learning community. And we talked, we met um, once a month for a semester and we took for an hour or so. <clears throat> and, and we actually wrote a paper and got a paper published out of it. So that was kind of cool. Um, but we talked about how to use humor in the classroom when it's appropriate, when it's not, the timing, and all of the a lot of the things that we talk about in in Humor Academy. Um, so I got that out of it. Today I got out of it not to take myself so seriously. And here's how that happened. I um I was looking through reels on Facebook this morning, and I came across a reel that I thought was really funny, but it was a little bit off color, and it had the word in it um yeah yeah and and so I, I you know i have adolescent boy humor so i thought well i'm going to send this to my sister right now and it turns out i sent it to a student by mistake <laughs> and you know and then i immediately oh my god i can't believe i did that i'm so sorry please don't even look at that just erase it and so that was on messenger and then i texted her please don't look at that, you know, please, you know, erase it, don't look at it. And then I called her and I'm driving to school thinking, all right, what's the worst that could happen here, you know? And bottom line, I made a mistake, you know, 
I could might get my hand slapped. But I, you know, so what did I learn? I just have to take my time a little bit more. It was something, you know, I could laugh about it and and learn about it. Because I learned not to take myself quite so seriously from all of you guys. I also just wanted to tell you that you do have a celebrity among you. I don't know if you could see that. Uh, can't. Uh, can you? Nope. Uh, down a little bit. There. Okay. Whoa. Is Whoa. that Colleen? Is that Colleen Cook? That's me. Wow. Uh, photoshopped in. But I. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it. I saw it sitting on my thing back there, and I thought I gotta show you guys that. Yeah, this is. And if you look at my office, I have toys all around my office because of you guys. All over toys, tiny hands right here, little nose right here. This is how we fly. Chill pill. I love yeah, the chill there pill. You go, I so love this is what the you guys pill. did for me. Thank you. Thank you, Colleen. Jim Bob. I'll try to keep this short. Uh, but uh, it said that uh, when the student is ready, the master will appear. And actually, in my case, the student was absolutely not ready, but extremely thankful that the teachers of YouTube Humor Academy appeared. I joined AATH, or since I went to my first conference, joined Humor Academy. Uh, at a time when I was going through, through pretty serious professional stuff, you know, uh, about to retire from my job, uh, had some issues with my family, joined him again. And then during the, uh, uh, during the time of our, uh, of Humor Academy one, level one, my uh, youngest son died of an overdose. Mm -hmm. And, uh, the magic of the meeting that followed that will always stay with me. We sort of rifted the idea of when life gives you lemons, you know, make lemonade. And pretty soon after that meeting, I saw lemons everywhere. I saw lemonade trucks. I saw lemonade stands. I saw lemons for sale at the grocery store. I said, okay, somebody's trying to tell me something. Okay. And uh, I still have the picture of the uh, Zoom call there where everybody dressed in some top, some bit of lemon attire, as you can tell, Kathy's got her uh, lemon yellow glasses on. There were quite a few there, so yes, that got me through that. Uh, then, okay, I uh, go through a uh, humor academy and uh, come to CHB, and then what happens? Uh, I got prostate cancer in 2020. So, what could be, you know, what could be more 2020er uh, than a cancer diagnosis? But I got it. Uh, just before Prostate Cancer Awareness Month, in case I missed the point. But I've been able to take that, and I use that in uh, some stand-up. I uh, use that in uh, some speaking opportunities there. And I don't think I would have adapted as quickly uh, without uh, the training I received through Humor Academy. Yeah. I better stop here because you don't have more than an hour anyways. Jim Bob, you're a massive inspiration, I think, to so many. And uh... I'm, I'm trying to lose the weight, really. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so many so incredibly grateful that you're still here and that you made it through those tough times and that you are here to make us all laugh on a regular basis thank you kyle you're the next contestant i had the opportunity to use what i learned at the humor academy just last night with a friend of mine who just lost her husband two weeks ago 
and um, she was grieving. She knows me as being a, a very funny, frivolous person, but at the same time, it wasn't the time. And I thought my mind flashed back to timing of humor and that humor isn't all silliness and all play all the time, that sometimes it's it's having a buddy, it's having somebody be there with you. And some of the conference speakers who spoke on grief, who spoke on suicide, who spoke on those things that are the most difficult to survive, that when you exercise your humor muscles and you are around people that are willing to play and encourage you, that it does help you when something horrible happens, get through. Thank you. Thanks, Kyle. Uh, I'd like to take this opportunity for the upcoming uh, Humor Academy folks to ask questions of those that are in or graduated from the Humor Academy. So first one to raise your hand gets your question answered first. Anybody? Bueller? Okay. If there are no questions, I will move on to Thank you, Bea. It's late at night for you. Thank you very much for being here. Bea, do you have anything to say before you leave? Oh, absolutely. I hope to see you soon all in Mesa. Uh -huh. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Okay, so we have upcoming Humor Academy people. We have years one and year two. And in year two, Mary Kay, what is it that people do in year two? <laughs> year two is the year of the project. So um, as I said, the first year you study humor, but the second year you put your, um, what you've learned and your research in action. And you've heard some of the people already talk about some of the things that they've done, but um, year two is actually taking whatever field you're already in um, because what you're doing personally and professionally should align with your project in your growth and the opportunities that you have to share with others. So whatever it is that you're already currently doing, adding humor purposefully to that and evolving with the research into how you can use what you do professionally and add humor to it. One of the things that's happened this last year is we got a huge grant to incorporate humor into the world of peace. And so we have last year, our first peace professionals and Fatima is here and she is one of those students that is got the fellowship to um, combine the use of humor in the peace process. And we are so proud of those students. We have several more coming in this coming year and they apply for the fellowship, um, which provides stipends for the conference and travel. And um, the goal is for them who are, are those who are already studying um, peace and teaching peace studies to learn how to integrate humor into that. So I'd really like her to share her um, insights. Fatima, you're on the hot spot. Please yeah. tell us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, so just in terms of the fellowship, it's uh, the fellowship, we participate in the Humor Academy, and then we have calls on a somewhat regular basis with Stephanie to talk about um, how we're integrating humor into our piecework. Um, and because it's still quite early on, I don't have a very refined idea of uh, of of what the project will look like. But I think um, just on a personal level, you know, when we're when we're doing research in in especially using indigenous methodologies, they say that if research isn't transforming you, then you're doing research wrong. Um, and I wanted to say this earlier on, as I can tell that after attending the Humor Academy, I. I don't know how uh, in my tradition, in the Islamic tradition, there's a statement that the state of a person, the hall of a person transfers between people. And I can see that like when I left the conference, I could tell that my heart had been transformed and I can catch myself smiling more. I can catch myself laughing more, um, even though I'm going through a little bit of a difficult uh, academic journey right now. But uh, uh, like I just I'm able to find a little bit more levity and I'm always looking for sorry, I've just had the airport. And I'm always looking for ways to uh, to talk about peace in a in in a gentle and loving manner. And I think that's how far my brain has gone in terms of talking about peace and humor. Um, I think humor, the word we use humor is really a synonym for gentleness and love and levity and for a lot of other concepts and a lot of other words in other languages. So that's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see that we're learning so much from our international students. And I mean, we're making a difference in the world, I think truly through the use of humor. And so Fatima, thank you so much for all you do and um, for being one of our pioneers in this program. Uh, and just so proud of the work you're doing. And I know that you will um, continue to make a difference as you um, go through the project this coming year and become a CHP. So thank you so much for your insights. I know you've powerfully impacted all of us. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you to you and everybody who puts on the Humor Academy and who, you know, we reread your book. That's how What to Year One Humor Academy is. So I'm so grateful uh, to be to be in your company, in all your companies. I really am. I sincerely mean that. Thank you. All right, so there's a couple people we haven't heard from. Florence, can you tell us about yourself in relationship to CHP Humor Academy and AATH? Being a member from the beginning, I felt a warm, fuzzy place, but the Humor Academy has given um, the warm, fuzzy place a backbone to reach out nerves to the world, obviously, is the world. And I just was myself. Um, you don't need any of you to be more than that. You don't need to be a comedian, and you don't need to have anything more than a joke in your head. Thanks, Florence. And... uh Briefly, Mary Jo and Don, what are your level two projects? So um, for a few years prior to entering AATH, I was a caregiver for my parents. And if anybody's ever been a caregiver for parents or anybody, um, it was extremely difficult. It was a 24-7 
a day job and it wasn't a happy time. It's really difficult. Um, and I remember seeing Margie Cherry's book and I was like, wouldn't that be so cool to write, do a car cartoon? Nope, that's not going to happen. I don't know how to do that. I could do a comic book. Nope, that's not going to happen either. Don't know how to do that. Um, and so it got whittled down to finding ways of bringing humor and joy and play and creativity in little cards so that when a caregiver is like frustrating because as a caregiver, you forget yourself and you don't remember to smile or to laugh or that you can have fun. Um, so I've created a deck of 52 cards of different reminders to help people to have fun. One of them is a fun game that I played with my grandchildren, like basically have a marshmallow fight. It's a stress reliever. It's fun. It doesn't hurt anybody. And, um, you know, it's just a fun way to get out tension or just smile or sing or dance. Just little things that you can do that don't take any time because that's another barrier. People say, oh, I don't have time for that. I don't have time to go to a meeting. So I just wanted little things that people could do by themselves if they wanted or with somebody else that can bring them out of that negative spin and keep them above the burnout path. Beautiful. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And Don? Well, I mentioned earlier that I've been working on the history of AATH. Um, I have in the corner of my room uh, a pile of about 30 former conference handbooks. Um, but I decided early on, after looking at several of them, that uh, there wasn't any way that I was going to be able to project what was in those handbooks. Uh, hundreds of speakers, you know, all kinds of different activities. It was nice to look through, but I decided to take the uh, more the enjoyable way out and I started interviewing people. And I started with Karen Buxman. Uh, uh, I did, I've interviewed Florence and Roberta and my wife and uh, 17 other people. And, you know, the uh, what the AATH is about is uh, unique to each of these people. Um, and their stories uh, about what happened while they were, uh, uh, still are I, oftentimes participants in AATH. Um, uh, as uh, uh, one of the early presidents, Kathy Passanisi said, uh, AATH is actually becomes part of your DNA. Um, uh, we, the Academy, I think, even helps that because we have an emotional attachment as well as a uh, uh, intellectual attachment to uh, the organization. But uh, the stories early on of the struggles and the, the changes that have happened over the years and uh, all of the stories that people have told are, are just phenomenal. Um, and I, um, I transcribed uh, the interviews, at least parts of them. Um, uh, I've, that's taken a little bit of time, but uh, in any case, the, uh, uh, eventually those transcriptions will be available for others to, sh to uh, enjoy reading, uh, at least the parts that I can publish. Uh, and, and then uh, the uh, uh, groups that, uh, that, this is an ongoing project. Uh, um, I thought next time I would go into the uh, uh, Lifetime Achievement Award winners and those kinds of people and 
what they have given to the organization. So, so we'll be doing this, uh, even though I will finish level two, we'll be doing this for a while. Um, and it's, uh, it's a work of love, basically. Yeah, it, I mean, I just want to say that's really, really amazing. And uh, we have five minutes left, so I'm going to ask, thank you, Don. And thanks for continuing, even though you're going to finish your level two. Because I think having a legacy and having all of this in a, in a searchable format, so to speak, um, will help everyone down the road in the future. So thanks. I'm going to have a one word question for everyone. But first, Colleen, did you want to say something quick? I just wanted to know where Don's going to put his stuff when he's all done with it. I'd love to look and see it at all. That's, that is to be determined. Uh, the, of course, I could put it on the website. Um, uh, I've uh, sent the only person who has seen the final copy is, uh, uh, I don't know if she's seen it, but I sent it to Karen because she has the history of ATH and I thought she might react to some of the things and let me know if there was anything else I needed to look for. Um, but uh, it, she suggested a, a Wikipedia page and then other people could add to it. Uh, of course, there's a danger in that. I, they may publish the stories I can't, but uh, in any case, the, uh, 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 you know, the uh, website would be the obvious place. And uh, well, some of it I'll talk about, but uh, yeah, as there's so much richness to it that uh, you know I can't uh, begin to talk about it all. Beautiful, thank you. So the last thing to raise your hand for is say one word that comes to you. It might have something to do with brain chemicals about AATH and or the Humor Academy. Raise your hand if you want to be the first one. Raise your hand as fast as you can and you will be the first one. And and now give me your one word. Inspiration. Awesome. Thank you. Fun. Fun. Hope. Roland, give me one word. Appreciation. Next we have Joy. Go ahead. Play. Play. JJ says too. Jim Bob. Collaboration. Okay, Olivia, you're next. And go. Belonging. Nice. Love it. Thank you. Mary Jo. Inspiring. Thank you very much. Dopamine, serotonin, love, and more and more and more love, and corroboration, collaboration, and community. Whoa. Kyle. Knowledge. Florence. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Sigma too. Bye. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for episode 99 with Mary Kay Morrison and members of the Humor Academy and our hosts, Jim Bob Williams and Katie B. Thank you very much. <laughs>
This has been Laugh Box, brought to you by the Association of Applied and Therapeutic Humor. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Laugh Box is a production of the Association for Applied and Therapeutic Humor. Visit us online at www.aath.org. Follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Music by Gary Rubio. For more information, www.garyrubiomusic.com. And we'll see you next time. Thank you.